Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're back for our second episode. We're discussing season one, episode two, Eyes Wide Open. Original air date, October 10th, 2006. Written by Jason Kadams and directed by Jeffrey Reiner. What do you think, Lissy? Second episode oh, in. It was a solid second episode. Yeah? It had the same vibes for, for me than the first one did. Like, you know, it's like it's just a continuation. I didn't feel... I don't, I don't know how far apart they film these episodes. Like if the pilot was, I mean, usually it's the pilot super far ahead in the past to where we get to with the second episode, but it felt like it just a continuation. Right. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. Lots yeah. of, I, I think I cried maybe more in this episode than I did in last week's episode. Didn't I say that to you that I also yeah. cried more this episode than last episode? There was just in this episode, I don't know, these moments that just got me. Yes, same, same. Yeah, yeah. All right, so our summary for this episode. With Jason seriously injured, Matt must step up and become the team's first string quarterback. That's it? Mm. Mm. That's it. I mean, that's a wrap, folks. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah. All right, let's, let's get into it. Let's. So the episode opens up, and it's Sunday. So now we're starting the week, our daily uh uh, update, but we're starting on Sunday this week. We see the Taylors, the Garrities, the Streets, the Williams, they're all at church praying and talking about Jason. Billy and Tim are kind of doing their own church. They're riding around, they have guns, they're dealing with uh, this whole Jason situation in their own way. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. So let's start with Coach Taylor and Tammy. Now, okay, Liz, I feel like should we call everyone by their last name should we use their first names because as i'm writing my notes i'm like eric and then i'll be like coach taylor and then i'll be like jason and then i'm like street and then i I write riggins and then i write tim i'm like should we just use them interchangeably do you prefer i think think we should just use them interchangeably whatever we feel at that moment (laughs) and i'm sure as i get to know these people a lot more i'm gonna have like my own name for them like that will that will be their name my name right. for them so. like your like our own pet names for them right 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 yeah. okay all right well so let's... however you however you see fit is fine <laughs> okay. with me i'm like this is ridiculous i should just stick to one but it's hard because depending on what scenario they're in they go by perhaps a different name yeah and especially on the field Right. They're always yelling the last name. It's always the last name. Riggins, 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 you know, so. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, we're good. All right. So we're going to start yeah. with Eric and Tammy. So Eric, like everyone else, is dealing with the aftermath of Jason. Uh, the whole town, the boosters, especially Buddy Garrity, who meets with Eric numerous times in this episode, is in his ear all about how is he going to continue? What's the game plan for Friday night? And just keeps reminding him that a lot of work needs to be done. Yes. Is he the biggest booster in town? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't know and- if you noticed when it's, I think, before Friday or before Friday's game, actually, when Eric is in Buddy's office you can just see the plaque of booster of the year booster of the year so what i'm assuming a booster is is someone who donates 
Correct. To the team. Okay. Right. I guess. Raises money. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, they're like the big ones in the town that are in the community that have to do with the team. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And so there's so much pressure on top of already being so much pressure that people are paying or donating to this team. Right. And if they lose, then it's like, well, that hard or hard earned money is just going to the shitter. I mean, obviously, we know we, there's nothing they could do if they lose, but it's it's so much pressure for Eric. Oh, like, yeah. And and Buddy kept saying, keeps like pushing it, pushing it on him. He's like, yeah, I know we're going to do the best we can. He's like, the best we can is not good enough. <laughs> right. Like, we need okay. wins. We need to win. We need the I W. <laughs> I don't care about your efforts. We need right. the W. Yeah. The W. Right. Tammy decides that she is going to join the book club. Last week, we saw that she was invited. She ends up attending. She reads the book. And the ladies just find it so comical because, really, they don't care about the book. They just want the scoop on the game. Oh, they want course. the scoop on what her husband's going to do. And then they start giving their personal insight and their gameplays. I felt like I was watching the Noopsies. You? Right? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, this is like this town's version of the noobsies. Right. Now, I need a refresher, and I don't know if we've explained it just yet, and maybe we'll get there, but where were they living before? Were they always in Dylan? I guess not since he was brought in, and she's talking about how we're settled now. Should I get a job? It's like, okay, well, where were you before this? <laughs> this has curious. not been established yet to my okay. knowledge, has not been established right. yet. Um, that's a great question. And I wish I had the answer for you, but I didn't do as much digging on that because, frankly, I don't remember if we actually go into this. I'm sure we do, but it is stated that, you know, Eric has coached Jason in the past. Right. He and was Buddy, with him since he was a kid. Right. And Buddy has known him for a while, as he says. So... Right. He was in the town and maybe got this position. Um, that's what I'm assuming. But right. hey, or listeners, chime in. Before he, maybe he went to go coach another team and they had to move and then they came back or something like that. Right. Because it seems like, almost like they're the new kids in town, but yet everyone knows them and they're already established. But then when Tammy brought up the situation of, oh, I think it's time for me to get a job. It's like we, we've been established enough, like enough time has passed. I was like, oh, wait, so did you just move here and move <laughs> right. back? Right. So it's not important now. I'm, you know, this is a Total Betty podcast, so I'm sure I'll harp on it until I'm blue in the face. And if we don't get that answer, then we don't get it. But I'm just curious if anyone can else can fill us in. Just curious. Yeah, and I'll do some more digging on that as yeah. well. I honestly thought that after last week's episode, I'm like, maybe this is going to come up during this week's episode and maybe it's going to come up next week's episode yeah, like, i have not watched ahead right it might eventually just come up in i passing. think it's going to because i will say this there are talks obviously as this series continues of other jobs right so the talk of move will happen again and i think we'll reference going back to this of okay how long have we been here Right. Okay. That makes sense. And, and I don't expect him to 
if you know if all goes poorly or if all goes well like people will be wanting him to coach well so yeah i'm assuming this is he's not just going to be the dylan panther coach his entire life <laughs> right uh so tammy she ends up getting roped in she ends up joining committees and decides that actually it's time for her to get a job and what i really did like about this episode is we did get a lot of Tammy and Eric scenes. Yeah, and you it made really me appreciate ca- this relationship more. Right? You really, really get a sense of their dynamic and how those two have such a, they just have such chemistry to me anyway. It's the second yeah. episode. I'm like, oh, these two, these are it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So over a dinner date, Tammy shares with Eric that she did end up getting a job as a guidance counselor at the school where Eric coaches. And he's super hesitant about this because guidance counselors can get in the way when it comes to the team. And even though we continue to see Tammy be so supportive, here is Eric not acting in the same mutual role because he really is just not confident when it comes to Matt. That's really what it comes down to. And he keeps calling them interactions. And I'm like, Randy, what do you think interactions means? And he's like, well, maybe it means she'll be handling the students that he coaches. And it's kind of like crossing the line because maybe there are some things that she could say that he maybe necessarily didn't, you know, like something. He's like, oh, I don't know if they have like a hold on a grade or something. But it's like, yeah, they're going to be working with the same kids. And like. It's funny to me, was she a social worker to begin with? <laughs> I mean, a guidance counselor to begin with. It's like, how do you just become a guidance counselor if you've had no prior experience? But maybe we get into that or maybe we don't. Maybe it doesn't matter at all. But I was like, oh, that's an interesting job to get. I'm the guidance counselor of all these kids at this high school. Like, they didn't have a guidance counselor. But they're going to need a lot of guidance, I think, because especially everything that's happening with Jason – and I know as I'm getting too ahead of ourselves, but like Coach says, like, if anyone needs to talk, I'm here. So it's like, well, she could also be there as a good support system for the boys, too. So please continue. We will definitely see how that dynamic <laughs> plays out. Yeah. And I know we had a lot of people ask questions about Eric's reaction to Tammy getting mm, this job. Okay. So we I can discuss forward. that in the second half. Uh, So even though Tammy is super confident in Eric, uh, Eric is not feeling confident in himself. And we see Eric coaching Matt and the whole team the entire week. And while this is all happening, we're waiting for test results from Jason. And it just seems so hopeless until Tammy gives him this talk and tells him, you're going to mold that boy just like you molded all the other ones in the past. And she full-heartedly believes in her husband without a doubt it's awesome and she's like eric taylor makes stars you're gonna make a star you have done it before you'll do it again like a hundred percent full throttle i believe in you and that's really sweet and it leaves him knowing what he has to do it kind of gives him the jolt of okay This just gave me like the little pep confidence that I needed to go forward to work with Matt. Yeah. So let's talk about our new cute bee, Matt Saracen. Um, Matt Saracen. 
Oh boy, the whole town isn't taking Matt seriously. They can't even get his name right. Oh, poor <laughs> dude. So I mean, sad. like, I get it. Been there, done that. <laughs> well, same. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just they they don't know what he's about. Unfortunately, he doesn't know what he's about. Well, yeah. I mean, he's struggling on and off the field, not only with the gameplays, but now all this new attention. In fact, he gets a rally girl and he doesn't even know. <laughs> what to do what this means and Landry's like what are you talking about just go with this all she wants to do is provide him with his favorite baked good because yeah I guess it's like prep to get them like their energy up before the game it's cute (laughs) I like it I like this idea it's fun yeah it's kind of like tradition too right yeah uh Landry continues to be the supportive friend and just wants Matt to succeed and he gives him the advice of you got to know who Matt Saracen is and you got to know you're not Jason Street and so when people ask you about it you got to be ready. And so Landry gives this example of comparing <laughs> Jason to the Red Hot Chili Peppers and that's just not simply who you are. And so then we see Matt talking to news outlets and when asked who are you he's like right who am I? Who am that's I? That's the whole I know point. I'm not the Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> but who am I? That's like that's what you got to know. That's what you got to find out. Exactly. Like, but like, but who are you? <laughs> right. The poor kid. And like it's it's so I want sweet's not the right word, but when Landry's like, you know, all these girls are going to be throwing themselves at you, and you need to take opportunity and seize the day. He's like, I can't even like handle. I have to think about football and, like, my home life. I, I can't even think about that at all. So right. it's like, I love, I mean, he's so, I'm sure, so stressed and feels so much pressure because he he literally is what this town is depending on for them to win at this point. So, like, the fact that he's not doing so well, he's not really remembering their plays. Like, he needs this and he knows the town needs it. So there's so much freaking pressure on this one guy so like girls what who i they don't even exist because they can't right now right and it's this newfound pressure within a week you know it's it's a lot that right because that was friday night and this is only sunday so is it only two days after well i mean throughout the week i mean we see coach practicing with the team so every day it's just this like other added yeah. level and he's just passion. thrown in just just go go do it it's like uh <laughs> okay. right so after matt's shift at work on thursday eric shows up to his house unannounced and grandma is so excited oh my gosh she's so cute isn't she adorable she gets some I cake ready her. she invites him in and matt is so caught off guard he's so nervous and what i really liked about this scene is we're seeing Matt's house from the perspective of Eric, right? So we see him looking around. We see the bedrooms. We see the kitchen. We see frames like, you know, of the family, like photo frames of the family. And so he's really taking in Matt's home life. Right. And that's really important for him to get to know Matt, to get to know what makes him who he is. And kind of go with that and, and motivate him in a way where he can relate to him so it's right. like crazy i mean and he's like you didn't want me in your house did you like you didn't want me to see like your you and your most vulnerable state which is in your home with your grandmother right and so before they end up leaving you know grandma's giving him cake and she's like please sit down and she mentions how great 
Matt was on Friday and she's just so proud of him. Oh, and Eric agrees. And he's like, listen, I'll be mo- I'll be back for more cake. I'm just going to take Matt somewhere for about an hour or so. <laughs> and he's like shoving the cake while driving. So funny. It's so cute. And so Eric ends up taking Matt to Panther Field at night. And he's talking to him, like you said, on a very personal, relatable level. Mentions how he could never sleep before a game. How it must be so hard. Your dad is in Iraq. Uh, yeah. All the pressures of school on you. You have your studies. And then on top of that, you're the man of the house. So I don't know how you do it. Right. And so he's realizing, okay, this kid's got way more than I even realize is on his plate. And then we're throwing this on top of it. Right. And it's just this, this, if this kid doesn't break any second, I mean, it would be a miracle. Yeah. So much pressure. Yeah. And he, but then he tells him, but the whole thing is, this is all yours for the taking. It just depends on how badly you want to be. Right. If the, you want the QB. it. If you want it, you got to work on it. So one of the assistant coaches plays over the PA system, loud crowd noises, right? Like a crowd Very is clever. in the stadium. Very clever. And so as this is playing super loud, Eric tells Matt, you need to be loud. If your team can hear you, they will believe in you. And so he has Matt tell him the plays. And Eric's like, I can't hear you. You need to be louder. And yeah. so then Matt starts he's screaming. And Matt's, scream. And he's like, I want this. And he's saying the plays. And they're going over it. And I, I absolutely love this scene. Oh, this scene is great. It's great. Yeah. I loved it. And I almost was like, oh, I just got like chills a little bit. I'm like, oh. Like, this is what you want to see. This makes sense for a show that's circled around football and about kids and their coach and the relationship between kids and coaches and what lights a fire under someone's ass. And just, it just was a really, really good scene and very clever, like we said, with the PA system. Just like, this is what it's going to be like. You need to really push yourself and let the crowd know that you're in control, too. Like, not just your team. Like, everyone needs to know that right. Matt Saracen is the QB. Like, that's it. So right. it was good. It was I almost really feel good. like I don't know if he wanted it until that moment. I don't know how badly Matt felt like he wanted to be the quarterback and be first string. And, like, obviously we know it's because of so much pressure, but it's like, well, was he striving that the whole time? I think maybe he was okay just being second string. I think so, too. I think until he was kind of forced into it, he got so used to being second chair, back up, not really having to do much. Right. That is a purpose. Now you have a purpose. So, exactly. And a huge purpose in the town that the, that's the purpose of the whole town is this thing that you're going to be doing on Friday nights and you better do it well and win. Right. So there's... There's a lot ha- a lot weighing on that. Yeah. This kid doesn't know what he's getting himself into, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so let's talk about Jason and Lila. We find out that oh. Jason is paralyzed. Oh, my which God. Which is so Worst upsetting. case scenario, right? Yeah. Yep. The MRI showed damage to the cord C7-T1 junction. His parents are trying to remain positive along with Lila, which is nothing but positive. Hopeful. Yes. And Faithful. I feel like maybe Jason's not irritated about it, but kind of like, you guys, I can take the news. Please just give it to me straight and what I'm going to expect. 
And yeah, maybe he is trying to be as positive as he can, but like he's the one lying in the bed. They're not. So it's like he has faced a reality where I feel like Lila, who I totally understand and sympathize with, like if I was 17 years old, yeah, that's what I would be thinking too. Let's get you the best doctors. Let's like it's all going to be okay. But in reality, maybe it's not going to be. Yeah. I mean, they have to face that together. Yeah, she has no room in her mindset for anything but the positive. She tells Mm -hmm. him about Nate Foreman, who had a similar spinal injury, but went on to play varsity basketball. And every time Jason tries to bring it up, she just shuts it down. She cannot. We're not even going to talk about that possibility because we're just going to think the best case of, you know, positivity here. Yeah. And that's super relatable. I feel yeah, like of course. there are a lot of people that just shut down in a tough situation and they don't want to hear it. They don't want to accept it. They all just they just want to keep their mind focused on like, let's just keep pushing until we get this positive result. And all the while you're you're just so devastated that you won't even allow yourself to feel. So yeah. she's going to go through it one day very soon. I'm sure wow. <laughs> she's going to just completely crash. So. According to doctors, Jason will be able to move his arms and legs, but he just wants to know if he'll be able to walk again. Yeah. And this is something that just cannot be answered right now. Right. There, there are no answers. Nobody, nobody says for sure or not even at all. Like, we don't even get a confirmation of the yes, no, maybe. It's just yeah, up in the air. Uh, Eric stops by for a visit, and he brings... Uh, Jason, a football signed by the whole team. This is my favorite scene of the whole episode. This is this is so great. Uh, Jason asks how the team is doing, and he has such nice things to say about Matt. He's a good kid. You know, know, he's into art. He's into music. He is bound to be great. You just have to be patient and work with him. I Which, mean, what seventeen-year-old oh says says this? And then he continues to say that he apologizes to Eric and he just wants him to know that he's sorry if he let him down. I mean, if you're not crying at this point, definitely crying, definitely crying. And coach is like, you're the reason why us coaches want to coach. We want to have kids like you, like you are God's gift, perfection in a, in a person and a student and an athlete. And the fact that you think that you're letting us down is like just so beyond words because like that could never happen like right we love you like we just love you we want you to get better like don't worry about that and like it's such a a tell on jason's character that he doesn't want to disappoint anyone and it's just so heartbreaking that he feels like he did when it was really out of his control there's nothing he could have done the other heartbreaking situation is the fact that tim Oh. Hasn't come to see Jason. Yeah, and it's funny because he says, "How's Tim? Did Tim sign my my football?" Like, I'm just curious because, yeah. and then you find out Tim hasn't gone because a lot like how Lila is deflecting from the situation. Tim's completely ignoring it by not going to visit Jason because I'm sure another reason, like another part of me is like, yes, 16, 17 year old, I would not want to go visit my friend in the hospital because I would just be so devastated and I wouldn't want to face that reality. So I totally get that. 
Yeah, we we see Tim watching footage from the game over and over. Ugh, He's rewinding and as Jason goes down, and we see him break down. And Lila Ugh. even goes to him and is like, "Why haven't you gone to visit him? He's still the same Jason. Why don't you come with me? Like you you should go see him." And Tim just cannot deal. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, the whole team is clearly upset. Smash, Brian is just trying to take on the role of leader, which riles Tim up as he overhears him talking at a diner about how he's going to take charge and everyone can follow him, which leads to a fight. And this also leads to an upset Tyra because she's not getting attention from Tim. And she ends Mm -hmm. up telling Smash that Tim really isn't her boyfriend anymore and they end up hooking up at Smash's house. Oh my God. And like the mom... She's so funny. Isn't she great? I do love that her. That was Randy's favorite character. He's like, she's my MVP for the episode because she was so hysterical. Well, she walks in on them and she's like, are you kidding me? And I'm sure I'll see you again. I work at Planned Parenthood. And this yeah. is just to assume that Tyra is, isn't is careful and just sleeps around. Right. Yeah. She's like, I'm not some, you know, girl that, that gets around. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So we get to Friday, and like we talked about at the top of the show, Buddy is talking with Coach about the game, talking to Eric, giving his two cents. And again, this is in the office, Buddy's office. We see Booster of the Year plaques. We see Buddy's rings. And Matt and the team, they're getting their sweet treats from their rally girls. Riggins, (laughs) Tim ends up making out with his. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just just grabs her and makes out with her. Yeah. And she's like, cool, whatever. Yep. Eric gives a speech before the big game and specifically asks Matt if when you threw that ball, if your eyes were open or closed, and Matt says, my eyes were wide open. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the episode. He's like, that's the answer I wanted to hear. And then Let's the football go. gets, you know, it's the start of the game. And I'm like, what? That's it. <laughs> That's it. What a cliffhanger. <laughs> We're left on uh, to see how this game goes. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for next week to see what is going to happen. Is Matt going to step up? I don't know. Well, yeah, because like now we're in it, right? Like we we experienced, we, we set up, we know where Jason is. We see the first game. Now this is like setting up our characters and now next week and continuing on, we'll see, okay, now Matt's really in it. Can he handle the pressure? Is Eric being the coach that the town wants him to be? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. We will have to wait, yeah. Yeah. We're going to take a short break, and we come back. We're going to come back with our newbie comments and our questions from our listeners. Ooh. Welcome back from break. So what I find really interesting, Liz, is I did not realize how many newbies we would have with this show. More newbies than OGs, I guess, right? For sure. That I'm experiencing when it comes to people reaching out and people sending in their questions, which is great. 
And I'm yeah. so glad we have this newbie community, not only for you, but for our show. And we're all going to go through this together. And one of their newbies, Nicole, over on Instagram, who has been with us since Tree Hill Talk Days. Yeah. We love Nicole so much. And she sent a message to us in Instagram DM. And she actually recorded herself making a prediction. All right. So Nicole literally predicted what was going to happen in the episode. That's really funny. Yeah. So she sent this video of her making the prediction. And I love seeing her facial expressions. And I was like, this Mm -hmm. is such a great idea. So newbies, feel free. Send us your prediction videos before something big you feel is going to happen. If you want to send us a voice memo, we'll play it on the show. If you're questioning a voice memo, a voicemail, send it through Instagram DM, or you can record it on your phone and send it talkintexasforever at gmail.com. Let's just make this interactive because yeah, this show is more fun when people are a part of it. So Absolutely. And I think it would be really fun if I could, yeah, I would love to hear those predictions because again, you guys are newbies just like me. So even if you do get something right, we won't know until maybe a few weeks later or months later. So it's still fun it, to predict together. It's so fun. And it, like I said, there's so many of you watching for the first time. So I'm Especially like, wow. Just in our Patreon community itself. I know. So let's make this. Most of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make it real interactive. Uh, we got other newbie comments, which I read through and I just loved hearing them. But Lisa, she says, I think something happened in the past with Tim and Jason. I can see Tim and Lila hooking up after Jason breaks up with Lila. My assumption is he will break up with her so she doesn't waste her life. I also have to assume that Jason will walk again. So maybe there will be some drama there. So that's her oh, hot honey. take. Lisa, uh, that's my hot take, too. I for sure think Tim and Lila are going to be a couple. And I think that Jason will eventually walk again. So there's that. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm going to include, send me your newbie comments. We're going to come back from the second half of the show. We're going to start with newbie comments and your commentary. I love this. Because I can just sit back and either A, I don't remember, or B, I do remember and I'm going to laugh. So that will be Very entertaining for me, and Liz won't be alone in the newbie community. But yeah, so let's move on to questions. We'll start with Mike. What do you think of TV shows that have instrumental theme songs? (laughs) What do I think about them? Um, I think they're always a drama, generally. I don't know. I mean, this this theme song is definitely fits the vibe, um, Ant did an amazing job with our music because it's a spitting image of the show, the vibe of the show. Right? Know? I don't know how he yeah. did it. And then he's awesome. Ant is, if you're new here, he's my husband. He makes all the music <laughs> for our podcast. And he yeah. did such a good job. And last week I was like, Ant, I need break music. Right. And he was like, okay. And he did it within like five minutes. He's like, is this good? I'm like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, that's literally what I was looking for. Thank you so much. Yeah. He's, He's working great. on a new uh, Booster of the Week song. So <gasps> that is coming oh my God. soon. Yeah. But I cannot wait. Instrumental theme songs. I think of Game of Thrones. Yes. I Usually just like 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 a serious show. There doesn't need words. I don't know. I think of Mad Men. Yeah, I don't know Mad Men. But I could assume that it would be serious. But also, I love Lucy. Oh. 
I Love Lucy is adorable theme song, but it's it's a more upbeat than yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean, there are definitely shows that have a theme song where it doesn't have the words, but they're upbeat. But then it's like this song is definitely the tone of Friday Night Lights. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's I like it. Either way is good. It's we good. can't beat California. You know, that's the number one theme song of like any show. <laughs> you can't. You cannot. I've mentioned OC so much so far in our first two episodes, and that's just really funny to me. But I'm not gonna lie; it makes me super proud. I'm sure it does. I'll just, you know, I'm. I will limit it, but it makes me proud. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you think there will be any conflict between Tammy and Eric now that Tammy got a job at the high school? Kim also wanted to know why is he so irritated by her working? Is it because he doesn't want her working so close or does he think a woman shouldn't work? Oh, well, I sure as hell hope it's not the latter. But yeah, I think he just was taken aback by the fact that she's literally going to be working in the same nine to five maybe plus that he is. So he wasn't really expecting that. He has so much stress there. So maybe when he comes home, he just wants to unwind and talk to his wife. And now it's kind of like, all right, well, we are now talking about the same kids and the issues that they are having. And I think, I think he just was really taken aback by it and kind of was like, well, this was my thing. And not that he's like being selfish about it, but it's almost like he just wasn't expecting her to say that specific job. And she says to him kind of like, oh, we discussed us, me potentially looking for a job. And then when she says, well, I got this job, he's like, well, you didn't really discuss it with me first. It's like, well, be proud that she got this job. Yeah, I didn't, job I didn't like that. I definitely didn't like that. I don't think right. you need to discuss What the hell it. difference what job it is? Well, I oh, listen, I can understand if it's a major life change of I'm going to be traveling Mm-hmm. during the week or my job is in another state that's like a big right. family decision that needs to be discussed that's a discussion but this but this same town same hours very close you know it i think he just was not expecting her to say that and the fact that she had already accepted the job pissed him off which i feel like maybe next episode he'll kind of reevaluate like where that frustration and like where it came from because i think maybe it's not in that character for him to have felt that way right off the bat but it kind of just happened and maybe i'm hoping he regrets what he had said like oh i thought we were gonna discuss it first before you accepted a job so but i expect there to be some drama with it i don't know to what extent but yes mike i do expect there to be something gonna happen going to happen there Mike continues, would either of you ever want to work at the same place as your significant other? Um, no. But if it happened, that's cool, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Ant and I have had these talks a lot, actually. He's like, I don't think I'd want to work in the same place as you, just because maybe it would be too redundant. You know, yeah. we leave together, we come home together. And we're hanging out with each other. Not that Aunt and I don't love each other. The only exception, I think, is if one day Aunt can be employed and work with us and make mm. be our. We always say like Aunt would be our number one tech guy. Like oh, if, for sure. He could be 
you know, he'd make the music and yeah, maybe he's he'd hired. be the editor. You're hired. And we'll do our taxes and we're like golden. We have a team, right? We have a team. But yeah, yeah as far as like actually working nine to five, sitting next to each other or in the same general area for that many hours and then coming home or then being home and having dinner, it's like, well, I'm sure there are things you could still talk about, but is it? It's a little bit redundant. And like, let us know if you work with your significant other and how that goes for you throughout the weeks and months and years and how that has either changed your relationship for the better or maybe has hindered some things. I'm just curious because one of Randy's very best friends, they're both teachers and they both just recently got married and they both work in the same school and that's how they met. And so like, and I feel like a lot of teachers, maybe in our high school too, ended up getting married. So it's like you you find someone at work. Like my parents met at work, but then they stopped working together. I mean, my mom went off and had kids and whatever, but I don't know. I guess like you have that commonality, but then it's like, well, you kind of want to separate too. Well, I think- At least that's how I feel. Yeah. Also, I think if you work in- cause the same company perhaps it's different departments and then it feels different you know you might have totally different teams and different even times and so then it feels like you don't actually work at the same exact place yeah yeah Yeah, that that's probably a better situation yeah uh mike also wants to know jason said that the doctor said it take a miracle for him to ever walk again do you think that miracle will happen i do um, a part of me wishes it for the character because he's such a solid dude. A part of me expects it to happen because of the trajectory of the show so far with the winning pass at the end of last week's episode. Um, but there's also a part of me that wants it to kind of be realistic. And I know it's absolutely terrible and I would never wish this upon anyone, but it would make more sense and make it more realistic if he doesn't walk again which obviously would be devastating beyond devastation and i wouldn't want to see that for him but a part of me still feels like he's going to walk again i don't know if it's it's definitely not going to be at the end of this season because that would be just way too quick i think unless we use some sort of time jump situation (laughs) but i think by the end of the show by end of season five he will walk again. That's just my light predict. Okay. Will wants to know, if you started a book club, what book would be your first pick? Oh, that's a hard question to ask for someone who doesn't like to read. (laughs) I would choose, I have two. I would choose Alone in the Kitchen with an Eggplant, which is one of my favorite books. It's different stories from people who talk about when they're by themselves, what they eat. I'm I'm into that. Which is me. You know, you always concoct. I do anyway. When Ant's not around, I will concoct whatever I want and no one judging and no one's like, oh, that doesn't go together because it works for you. And so then I would have everyone discuss what their meal would be. And then I would also do A Man Called Uva because I feel like it's a really beautiful story. And I loved it. And Sam, I mean... Anthony Randy loved, loved that it. Book too. Randy loved it. Sam yeah. did not like it. So I think it's a oh, good really? discussion book. Yeah. She did not like it. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, 
I don't I, I listen to podcasts on my free time. I watch television, so I don't read. But my significant other is a huge reader, like humongous reader in book clubs and Instagram book lover things and everything. So um, I do. I'm dabbled in it because of that. But I don't personally like to read. I am a very impatient person. So me actually having to take the time to read each word is bothersome to me. <laughs> I'd rather just listen to it or watch it. So that's just me. But thank you for the question, Will, because I know that we do have a lot of patrons and listeners that are big readers. So yeah. Do you do audiobooks? Because I do audiobooks. Some I have done audiobooks in the past. I find that when I drive, it's so funny. I'm more distracted driving, listening to an audiobook than I am listening to a podcast because there's almost like you have to listen to this whole story from start to finish. And when it comes to a podcast, there's, you know, people laughing or taking breaks or like, I I don't know. It's just like a different experience for me. So I've tried it, but I've never really succeeded in an audiobook. Okay. Just curious. Uh, Tish, she asked, what kind of beef do you think Smash and Tim have? Oh, yeah. What kind of beef is, is the question? Um, I think, oh, that that's a hard, a hard question. Like I said, they spend a load of time together on the field and off the field. I, well, it doesn't seem like off the field. I don't think they really have a relationship. I don't know if Smash has a true friendship with any of these guys. It doesn't seem like just yet. So I'm interested. I'm, I'm interested to to see more about his home life. I liked seeing what was going on there with his mothers and he seems to have a lot of sisters. Uh, so I like that. But as far as him and Tim, what happened? I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he came in later in school and like Tim and Jason and maybe some of the other guys were like besties since they were kids, like really young and maybe Smash just kind of came in, thought he owned the place, and then has this cocky attitude and doesn't really resonate with a lot of the guys. I mean, we don't really see anyone react to him besides Tim, though, really. So you're really just getting, like, Tim's thoughts and opinions on Smash, which are not high. <laughs> well, yeah, they, they definitely like have him. two different work ethics. So Oh, at that, too. So... There's Maybe that. Smash gets on him about being lazy or being drunk, and Tim doesn't want to hear that. But it's kind of like, I mean, Tim has his older brother for that, but then again, maybe is his brother an enabler? Obviously, since he's letting his kid brother drink in the middle of the day and go to high school like that. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't really know exactly what it is about these two, but there's something... That's just leading me to believe that he is not in the pack and Tim doesn't want him to be in the pack. Like, he's like, no, I have my my friends and my team and Jason's my, the love of my life. Like, it, it, he could tell he he adores him beyond, beyond. And it really pissed him off that he was sitting in his booth and talking about how he's going to take control of the team. So I think he just doesn't like his arrogant attitude. And I understand that. I wouldn't like it either if I was on his team. Right. Okay. Uh, do you think we'll pick up back in next episode with the game or will we start a new week? 
Oh, I hope we get to see the game. I feel like it would be such a letdown if it was like the next day on Saturday, let's just say, and they were like, yeah, you know, the Panthers won. It's like, well, don't you want to see Matt in his action, like being this person that coach said he could be? So I I believe that we will see the game next week, and I will, I do believe that Matt will step up. He's got to. Lisa asks, what do you think the story is with Tim and Jason? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. We don't know much about Tim's parents. We do briefly meet Jason's parents. They seem like, you know, nice people, I guess. So I don't know if it's maybe something like their parents are friends and they became friends and they kind of just stuck together and then maybe whatever happened with Tim's parents, I don't know. He leaned on Jason for that and they just became even closer. I just think that they they just have a good friendship and they have been friends for a long time at this point. So I just think they're good friends. Okay. Vic wants to know, do you think Tim actually cares about football? He drinks before and gets kicked out sometimes, but he's always there on Friday night. You know, I think he cares about team, the team and his friends and maybe what it all means. And it's a tradition type thing. Like maybe he's not passionate about football, the sport, but he's passionate about showing up at least as like almost maybe like a a sense of like FOMO like well if I don't show I'm missing out on what I've always known and what my friends like to do so I I go back and forth like I think he might just he just (laughs) he's just troubled (laughs) like I I can't even put into words how I feel like I feel like he's he's troubled where he makes him distracted and so then he doesn't concentrate on the things that he believes are most important to them and maybe to football i don't know this is just i'm throwing it out there was like something he would do with like his dad or his you know his parents and that was really important to them the fact that now maybe they're not there it's kind of like a sore subject and he he almost like acts out and doesn't go to practice on time because it, it's kind of like the avoiding thing. Like he's avoiding seeing Jason in the hospital. I'm avoiding like actually getting myself, my life together because of something, which I'm not really sure that something is. But I think he likes doing the sport because it's a sense of team, even though he maybe doesn't want to admit that he wants that and needs that, like craves right. that family life. Yes, I agree. Uh, did you catch the cameo Janice made from oh Friends? Oh, my God. For, I was like, I had to pause it. I was like, oh, is she in this? And then that was it. That was it. That, that she doesn't it. come back? I don't know That's if she so comes funny. back, but we definitely saw her Yeah, we definitely saw her. You can't miss her. No. No. So funny. Uh, Jess has a comment. On the pilot episode, you mentioned that you were surprised Matt was only a sophomore. At my school, and I believe traditionally, varsity is junior-senior and JV is freshman-sophomore, but the really good players were on varsity even if they were underclassmen. This would give the show more flexibility with how many years the football players are 
playing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they think he is good enough to be on varsity, but it's it's a big deal. You are second string quarterback. Like, if that quarterback cannot play for some reason, you are the next quarterback. And the fact that he is a sophomore and he's on the varsity team, that says something like that they do believe he has it in him. It's just he was never given that opportunity because Jason is so amazing. Right. So, and yeah, it also gives us perfect opportunity to continue with these kids, even maybe after some have graduated. So, uh, Jess asks, Lila is putting a lot of pressure on Jason that everything is going to work out and that he yeah. will recover. Now that we know he is paralyzed from the waist down, what do you predict will happen in terms of recovery? Will he walk or play again? If not, how will he fit in with the rest of the characters when football is such a big focus? Now, you said earlier you believe he will walk again, maybe not in season one. But until we get there as you feel, how do you think this is going to turn out? I mean, there are some shows, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone else, so I'll just reference the show that everyone knows about the kid in the wheelchair that gets injured. (laughs) And who the character... I don't even want to give away who plays the character, because then it's like, I don't want to... This this show is old, so... Oh, okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? Light bulb just went on. Yeah, got it. So, if you know, you know. So, like... He very well could be in a wheelchair for the remainder of the show, and that would be okay, you know, for him. And he would still be involved with the friend group and still be able to, I mean, it would be devastating for him, but to be able to sit there and watch his friends play all the time, he, you know, he very well could, could still be a part of it in a way, just not actually playing there is physical therapy. I mean, it's a wonderful tool. I'm sure he will get a lot of it. And I, I hope he's hopeful that one day he will make progress. I mean, there are stories. And like Lila said, that one case, like there there are people that have these devastating diagnoses, diagnoses and they do overcome them, which is amazing. So, Again, for the story purpose, I think he probably will walk again. Um, but I think that the boys are going to try and involve him as much as they possibly can, as much as he yeah. wants to be involved, because I'm sure, again, it's going to be so hard for him to sit there and not play. So, yeah. Also, what do you think... Jason yeah. and Lila, do you think their relationship can withstand the pressure and the massive change from their life plans? I mean, they had marriage lined up and their future and, you know, how everything's going to turn out. Like, where do you think this is going? Well, like Lisa said in her predictions, she she mentioned how it's going to be a lot of pressure for Jason to get better for not only himself, for his relationship, for his family, for his team. So maybe he eventually will let her off the hook like hey I we we need to to end because it's just too much for me and for everyone. Um my question is I mean it's it's a prediction. I'm just curious will they hold him back from graduating because he's not in school as of the moment because he's in the hospital. I mean he's only been there for let's just say a week and I'm sure he can 
make up time when he is able to. But I'm wondering if that's also a way for us to keep him in the story for a little bit longer because now he's injured. So will he graduate on time? And maybe that will affect some things too. Uh, but with as far as his relationship with Lila, I I don't know what's going to break them up, but I don't think it's this necessarily because she is so positive and she is there for him and she's doing all the right things you can do in a relationship for someone who has been through something so tragic. But I don't I don't know exactly what's going to what does it break break the camel's back? I don't know yeah. if it's this. I don't know if it's the if it, if it's him being paralyzed. Okay. Uh Jacqueline says, since we saw two fights in this episode, were there a lot of fights in your high school? It was <gasps> a very common occurrence at mine, so this episode felt really realistic to me. I can say that we, I mean, Liz and I are two years apart, but we were in the same high school. Yeah. There were definitely a lot of fights in our high school, but I feel mm-hmm. like nothing got so out of hand. But there was always fights and you know, you gather all around all the time, yeah, all the time. I mean, they were broken up generally pretty, pretty yeah. quickly because yeah. they, they, <laughs> the kids that we went to high school with, they, it was just like a common occurrence. So I think that the teachers and the security, like everyone was just always on edge and on guard because of that. So they never really fully escalated. Uh, but is this a diner? This is a diner. Or is this our cafeteria? Because no, no, no. this is a diner. <laughs> okay, that's what I thought. Because in last week's episode, it seemed to me like they were in a diner, but then I, I, I couldn't tell if like, oh, maybe this is just a really small like cafeteria. So this is their, no. their a diner. Is this the diner that Matt works at? I don't believe so, no. Okay, he, he works at some sort of diner type place. Yeah, like yeah. a fast food establishment. I'm I'm okay. pretty sure this isn't where he works. Right. You know, he but I kind of had like wrong. an outfit that it didn't right. seem like fit with that that diner. Um but yeah, it uh there were fights. Do you um, remember we had a lot of bomb scares? Oh yeah. And I look back on that and they never freaked me out. I mean, thank goodness it never turned into something. All it right. meant was we got to hang out outside, and if you had yep. a friend who drove, you could leave. <laughs> leave. Yeah. I remember one was so bad that we were actually shipped to- Shipped? Like, you were middle, shipped? Yeah. They, like, bust us to Bus. the middle school. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I guess, it was a high alert type deal. But, yeah, we did have a ton of bomb threats, and, yeah, I feel like I almost wasn't- scared by them which is so naive and sad to to say that i know we were not a threat it's still a threat yeah we were not really phased by it i think again like i said luckily nothing ever came of it but it was just so common it's like oh here we go (laughs) yeah and you just go outside and you just got out of class from it yeah i remember my it was either my i think it was my senior year I don't remember how it got out, but someone was going to bring a gun to school. Yeah. Well, so they said. And I remember, like, nobody went to school that day. 
But I don't know why I I went to school. And I remember sitting in the cafeteria, like for, I had like a homeroom in cafeteria. And I remember sitting there and it was like desolate. And I remember being like panic struck, like the whole day. And I'm like, Alyssa, why did, I forget, I had like a test or something. Like I had to go to school. I'm surprised your mom sent you. Did my mom send Sam? That's weird. I don't know if Sam went. Yeah. And I was just like, now I'm thinking back. I'm like, what the hell? I don't even remember exactly the details of that. But I just, that I remember being panicked about. But everything, like the bomb scare stuff, I guess because it did happen so frequently that it didn't freak me out as much. Like I knew like, okay, if we're out of the building already, we're, I guess, okay. Right. That was just my logic, I guess. As yeah, a teenager, I think that so. was my logic, too. Yeah. Uh, and then Jacqueline asked, do you think Matt is going to stay sweet and innocent or will popularity and the pressure get to him? Oh, no, I I think he he'll stay sweet. I think he will. Um, he's just a nice boy. Just like him and Jason are like <laughs> they're these just nice two, boys. It's like you. Where you? Where did you come from? Like they're just good dudes, and I don't know them all that well. It's just my first impressions of these past two episodes. But Matt just seems like I don't know. Maybe he will. He'll step up to the plate, and therefore he will have this bigger life than he ever imagined that he would and maybe it will get to his head at some point but i hope that like landry will keep him in check or like his grandma or like even coach taylor like no i need to be your parental figure i need to be your fatherly figure so i need to keep you in check too so maybe there is you know a period in matt's life that he will be a little bit um cocky or conceded if you will but i don't think it will last very long yeah uh and i know it happens so yeah so you can't predict anything but that was all our questions thank you everyone this week thank you everyone submitted if you want to submit a question talk in texas forever at gmail.com send us a voice memo if you're a newbie send those comments and commentary in so we can include them in next week's show last week list you were wondering where the actors were from, where you recognize them. So obviously, I'm not going to read everybody's IMDb because we'll be here forever. But No, but can I ask a question? Yes, you may. Is Matt Saracen from Mary-Kate and Ashley movie? Zach Guilford. Yes. Is he from Mary-Kate and Ashley movie? I will. I will. Specifically the one where they, why why I'm blanking on it, the one where they go international. (laughs) I mean, they always go international. I feel like he played the friend in a Mary Kate and Ashley movie. Uh, in, uh, what's that one called? Winning London. Is he in Winning London? <laughs> I'm probably so off. I'm not no, seeing not it. No. Oh, you know what? I think I know it. It's not him. I'm. I'm thinking of a different actor. Um, but where? Who are you going to to tell me? Because. Tea Garden, Amy Tea Garden. Yeah. Is that her name? That's correct. The name is super familiar to me, but I don't know from what I know her from. Okay. So she has been in, trying to see what you would aim high, Star Crust, Demi Lovato Made in the USA. That was a video short. Scream 4. Star Crust. Prom. 
prom. 90210, the new series. The new? No. Yeah. Hannah Montana, she played Melissa. Hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't frequent that much Hannah Montana. That was more my sister. So Right. The name sounds very familiar to me. Like, I should know her from things. And when I see her, I recognize her. But I don't know if I've ever actually seen her act in something. Okay. I feel like... Did you watch The Ranch? Did you watch The the Ranch? Ranch? That's her her latest. Well, not latest, but that was in 2017. I feel like I saw her name in, like, Teen Beat magazine, even though I know (laughs) it's just 2006 and there was no more Teen Beat magazine. Yeah. Yeah. Just aging us, you know? Was there anyone else you were curious about? Um, what was Matt in? Zach Guilford? Zach, yes. His his name also super familiar. So he's in uh you didn't watch Good Girls, right? I didn't, no. Okay. So he was in Good Girls, Midnight Mass, LA's Finest, Couple Law and Order, The Clothes, Drunk History, <laughs> Lifeline, Kingdom, The Family, The Mob no. Doctor. None of these are ringing a bell. Midnight Mass, though, I, I'm going to watch, so I look forward to seeing him in that. Yeah, I'm hearing all about that. Mike Flanagan, the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Everything he does is, like, gold, in my opinion. Yeah. And you know Scott Porter, obviously. Scott Porter, I do. Um, yeah. You know Kyle Chandler Eric Taylor's and Connie name is... Kyle Chandler. Yes. Where is he from? He is, I mean, he's been around for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Godzilla, that was in 2019. He was oh, in really? that. Yeah. Um, early edition. See, that's how I know I recognize him from the TV mm-hmm. show, the TV series, which Aunt, like started watching last year randomly. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Coach. <sighs> He's been in so much. Okay. All right. Yeah. Another day we can uh, we can go into each. Because I feel, I mean, th- this cast is, you know, they've there's so been so many. Um, I mean, this cast is so recognizable. Where I'm sure you've yeah. seen them in little bits here and there. Yeah. 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 Uh, music in this episode, TV on the radio, Walter Hyatt, Outcast, Jefferson Starship, and ten- Tony Luca. Some quotes? What do you have? I'm an, I'm an oncology. That was so funny. That was like the funny moment. And Randy actually said, okay, this show can do funny. Because he really did laugh out loud when Lila was talking about his prognosis. And he's like, I'm an oncology. <laughs> I love fields empty. Let's go make out. Yes, I love that. I I got a good kick out of that. Um, God don't like ugly. When Eric and Matt leave, and Grandma just goes, Coach Taylor. <laughs> She's so cute. She's all of us. You know what I yeah. mean? Coach Taylor. She's like, oh man, he came. He came over. Uh, I liked in the beginning when Lila goes to see. Jason and he's like I'm better now yeah Mm. this is all yours for the taking depends on how much you want it it's yours for the taking big old W (laughs) big old W (laughs) Uh, he doesn't need it real bad like I do is what Jason said to Mm. coach and I was like oh why do you need this so badly 
Right. I think because he feels this is all he has. This is all he's known for. And then he looks at Matt, who's very much into music and Mm -hmm. he can draw. So he has other outlets. And Jason's like, I don't have anything else to fall back on. But football. This is my life. Yeah. Yeah. Poor kid. Like we all we all have those dilemmas in, in our lives, especially at that age. I mean, even older than that. But, you know, like, what what am I going to do if this doesn't work out? Like, I have nothing else. Yeah, all the eggs in the basket, right? And this is what you've been working on your entire existence. And then it's just ripped from you. Yeah. All right. Should we do MVP and shittiest? Do you have yours? I do. Okay. Let's do MVP. Okay. Okay. Ready? Three, Three, two, two one. one. Tammy. Eric. Oh, Tammy. That's we got the Taylors. One. Look at these two. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I feel like she was the, the spark in Eric. So that's, I chose him because he's one. he's the one who put the spark under Matt. So, but Tammy really deserves it because she was the one to spark Eric. So, yeah, I got to give and it to my... My girl, Tammy, I just loved her in this episode, and I just love how she is so supportive for Eric, and she's like, I got myself a job, and, you know, she didn't even snap at him. She just then gave him the speech of like, no, no, you're going to mold those boys, and I believe in you, and you can do this. And even Uh, when he got defensive about the job situation, she's like, excuse me, I didn't know you own the whole town. Right. She yeah, put him in his place. She did. We had two votes for Coach and one for Jason. Jason, yeah, he's he's also. I mean, I feel like he's my continued oh. MVP. Yeah, um, but I also gave like a blue ribbon to Matt because he finally is realizing who he's trying to become, and also smash his mom because like she's funny as hell. Loved her. <laughs> Love yeah. Miss Williams. All right, let's do shittiest. You have it? Yeah. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. The book buddy? club ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we pretty much buddy. agree. We gave them to the boosters. The boosters. Yeah, the boosters in general. Those those ladies with their, their shit talking and buddy putting this, so much pressure on everyone. And everyone at the table making fun of Matt almost saying like, oh, he can't, he won't be able to succeed. And Coach isn't really saying anything like, no, I believe in this kid. Because I guess these are the boosters that pay the money and he's like, well, how do I tell them that they're wrong? I have to prove to them that they're wrong. Sometimes not saying anything is saying enough. And he's just like, thank you for this fabulous meal at Applebee's. (laughs) Can't say anything. Can't say anything to that. We so. had uh, one for Tim, one for Smash, and one for Tyra. Hmm. All right, let's go into the booster of the week. Who are we supported by this week, Liz? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. We're supported by none other than Tish, Tish's tea, Letitia. So Letitia was our guest on uh, Three Gossip Girls Pod this week. So if you haven't listened, go check it out on Wednesday. Um, no, we're after. We're after, right? We are. Yeah. We're after. 
Yeah, so if you haven't listened already, you can check it out. It's uh, Three Gossip Girls Pod. And she was our guest. She was a lovely guest, as always. She ended up having to record with us twice, so bless her heart. We love her so much. (laughs) And we really appreciate her support after all of these years. She's been with us for such a long time. Always a sweetheart. Everyone in the Discord loves her. We love her. And we look forward to just more years with you, Tish. You're such a pal. We love you. Thank you, Tish. Yeah, and like Liz was saying, she she was a guest on uh, Three Gossip Girls. We, we are going to have some of our patrons join us here on Talking Texas Forever. If you're interested Woo! in becoming a guest and co-hosting with us and you want to see what else we do, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash total. Betty Podcast Network. Link is in the show notes. As always. All right, let's see. So I'm going to give you a look in next game's playbook. So here's the title for next week. And these four words will hopefully get you to the touchdown. Oh, four words to get me to the touchdown. All right. Here we go. All right. So. Season one, episode three. The title is Wind Sprints. Wind Sprints. Okay. Your four words are voodoo. (laughs) Okay. Rehab. Yeah. Morale and believe. Okay. Voodoo, I feel like who's goofy enough to do some like voodoo shit? Um, <laughs> hmm. I'm proud of this one. Oh, I'm sure. Ooh, is it like a New Orleans? I don't know why I'm thinking like Mardi Gras type deal. I don't know where my head's going with that one. Uh, maybe it's what. Does does it say what time? I, obviously, it's football season, but does it tell us what month? No. Okay. Maybe for shits and gigs, it's a Halloween party, and the town wants to honor <laughs> Jason and maybe set up a sort of charity event to fund for some sort of maybe procedure for him or something. We know he's the one going to rehab. That makes the most sense to me. Um, Morale, team morale, everyone's going to get together and keep the morale up for Matt as the quarterback and the team itself because, oh, yeah, we're still going to have this game, I'm sure. So we're going to have to keep up the team morale there. Maybe the coach has to keep up the morale um and also for Jason and believe i mean they all believe in their faith and hoping that god will heal Jason and they believe in Matt and the town will finally believe in Matt because Matt will will show what he is worth in next week's episode with just just he's just taking on his role and he and he's doing the best he can. I think the town will appreciate his effort, if not if anything else. I don't know if they will lose, but maybe they have to keep their morale up for Jason and for Matt and for the coach and the town. 
Okay. And that's a lot you of did, words. You did you did pretty well. I feel like, okay. you know, some of these are pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean so, voodoo, that's so obvious. Oh yeah. Super obvious. Maybe but, I'm trying to think of like there's like maybe Landry is doing some voodoo. Like he seems like yeah. the town goof, so mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we shall see, Liz. Uh good job Wind as always. Sprinter though. though. That's Wind sprints. Wind, wind sprints. sprints. Wind sprints. Huh. Yeah. All right. So if you haven't yet already, here is the part of the show where Liz and I are going to very nicely ask if you please leave us an Apple podcast review. If that's where you listen, please rate us five stars. Leave us a review. It helps the show grow, especially now because we're in such the baby stages. Brand new. We want to get on those charts. We want more people to be able to find us. Share this podcast with a Friday Night Lights loving friend. If you listen on Spotify, make sure you're following. You can tap five stars over there. But we did get a new review over on Apple Podcasts. We got two. We got two. We got two new reviews. Okay, so our first review is from RJ51569, Talkin' Texas Forever, five stars. Listen, Michelle, our Talkin' Texas Forever in this Friday Night Lights podcast. Can't wait to hear their thoughts on each episode. Listen, Michelle, have the best podcast network out there, and this podcast is a must listen. That's so sweet. So, So cute. We also have uh, apples and oats. Go Panthers with a football emoji five stars. Looking forward to this podcast and listening to Lissa's experience being a first time viewer. This show is my favorite. It is a favorite in my household. Pretty sure the Dylan Panther is. Wow. Pretty sure the Dylan Panthers is my husband's love language. So I'm excited to see this podcast unfold. Total Betty Podcasts always provides great content and include their listeners, making this podcast company super interactive. Give a listen and enjoy. Thank you so much. I didn't know we got that second one. So again, the shockness of that, it means so much. But thank you so so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who listened our first week. I see those numbers. Hello. Please reach out to us. Uh, the best part of our podcast is the interactions with our listeners and we want to make it engaging and we want to have a conversation around the episode every week around the characters. So please reach out talking Texas forever at gmail.com. I've said it a lot, but I'm just trying to like ingrain it in your brain. So you're like, Oh, what do I have to do after I listen? I have to email. (laughs) Yeah. Email, subscribe, rate, review. Review. Head us head over to Total Buddy Podcast Network and check us out. Each week we are live posting the episodes and we have some clips if you're interested. And you know, if you're interested in what else we do with our network, then head over there or head over to our Patreon page, which everything will be in the description of the episode, as always. Also our merch. If you want to talk in Texas Forever shirt, the softest shirt, please go on there and and check out some of our comfy items for fall yes thank you before we end this week's episode i have will's football term of the week Woohoo! out and up the wide receiver goes eight to ten yards straight turns left for an out and then plants his foot and turns upfield expecting the qb to hit him for a touchdown 
Mm. While Jason Street is out for the year, Matt Saracen has to step up for the Dillon Panthers. Will he succeed? Oh, yes. Thank, Thank you, you, Will. Will. And of course, he included an image to go along <laughs> with this play, which I laughed with said image. And actually, Will, I was explaining to Aunt about this new segment that you have included. So thank you for that. And he was explaining to me uh, in his own words, he's like, no, this is how it works. And I was still like, no. And he's like, did he give you an image? And I said, yes, he gave me an image. And it was, I should have filmed this conversation because it's still not sticking. Yeah. I have a visual aid and I'm reading it. I'm hoping with more of this, I will just learn football. Maybe. If anything, you're going to learn terminology of football. There you go. Yeah. And so maybe eventually when you are down the line listening to a football game, watching it and, you know, the announcers say X, Y, and Z, you're like, oh, well, I know what that is. Didn't catch it, but at least I knew what it was. (laughs) When I was in high school, my boyfriend loved football and he would always have the games on. And my favorite thing about the games was the yellow line (laughs) like that you know they put that yellow line up and he's like you know that's not actually there and i'm like no i want to be the person that presses the button to control the yellow line (laughs) that was my favorite part of the game anyway (laughs) enough about that uh thank you everyone for listening this week Uh, we're super excited i can't believe we're on the second episode going into the third what wild but do your homework, rate, review, subscribe, download, and we'll see you next week. Do all week. the things. See yeah. you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at talkingtexasforever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.